All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. We'd love you to support this show. Please like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Your likes and subscription helps us to grow and attract interviews and content. So please retweet and share our posts. Your contributions are appreciated. Welcome to episode 439 of the KISS FAQ podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. I'm back this week, and we've got Marcus Almighty Mark. Vita Zane. You just said goodbye. Yes. <laughs> well, see thanks you. for joining us this week. We'll see you <laughs> next time. All right. Uh, Daniel stayed up late. Guten Tag. There you go. That's, that's, that's the right end of the day. Thank you, Sean. And Ken, the voice of reason. Hola. Hola, como esta? Mi amigos. That's <laughs> bueno. All right. So um, we don't really have any topics this week because, of course, it is the cruise. So we're going to go a bit random. Um, I've got a giveaway this week. But, so we'll get this out of the way immediately. When I was at Cruise Fest, we unveiled. Let's see, get it to sh- I was just like testing how to make this thing show up. It is, of course. Uh- there you go. The there it is. Art for Mask Hysteria, and this is a signed print by the artist. And if you really want to see it, you're just going to have to win it. So that's a giveaway this Julian, week. Uh, Julian, I hope you <laughs> didn't make Bruce Kulick sign that one. No. 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 Good no. Move. no. 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 Mine's going to be a, a, a private fan limited edition publication. It's not going to be in mass market uh, channels, which leads me to, and that's a nice segue, thank you, into I've now got a Kiss FAQ store open and leftover oh. copies of the Kiss on yeah. Tour 50th anniversary hardcover are available there. Link will be in the show. I'm also going to be adding collectibles, um, which means rare one-of-a-kind items such as Ace's Creatures cassette, Eric's Elder cassette, uh, Contracts, uh, Michael James Jackson's 1982 Planner, which is nice or nice little tie-in with the box set. So if you want the Ultimate Creatures collectibles to put in your Creatures box, you can add Ace's Creatures tape, the contract Michael signed, um, and his Day Planner from that year. If you got deep pockets, of course. And there'll be a lot of other stuff. Um, you know, some one-of-a-kind books that are still left from over the years. I'm just pruning things out. Got, a, got some air travel to pay for. So, um, Mark, you had a, something to oh, yes. update as well. First of all, uh, apologies for my fantastic German. Uh, number two, uh, I just wanted to say that thank you to Julian for doing the Look It's Rock and Roll podcast segment with me for the Dark Monarchy release that just came out. Kyo Escaro. I keep saying that, I think, correctly, I hope. But uh, it's doing very well. Uh, thank you to everybody who has ordered it. If you haven't gotten your copy or ordered your copy yet, just go to the Bandcamp uh, page, which is just uh, darkmonarchy.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're still taking orders for the CD. And, of course, you can buy it digitally anytime you wish on there. And like I said, it's been doing fairly well so thank you very much for the support so far and uh yeah that's what i mainly wanted to say because uh i I do appreciate every person who has supported this project and a very special thank you to julian for helping me out with that podcast thank you 
No problem. Anytime. Um, and I'll be talking about some other stuff uh, shortly, hopefully on the podcast. Uh, get that going again. Get kind of slacking with me being so busy. Ken, you got some comments from the last episode? Since I wasn't here, you get to re- we'll go to Ken's comment corner. Mm. Comment. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Uh, I do have some comments. Um, the last episode. Um, let's see what we got. Oh, see, I just lost it. <laughs> oh, good. That's going really well. <laughs> okay, so from uh, Richard Webb, who is ordering the Kiss Alive 2 cornhole, for God's sake? $300. No. There are <clears throat> serious cornholes yeah, out yeah. there. You could buy a cornhole mm. for 300 or you could buy the it's a uh, terrible box, name. Peaches box set for 300 which is actually now down to 170 something on Amazon, but... Jeez, you know, I think it's an easy, uh, easy choice there. Yeah, but it could also be used as a kiss glory hole. Look at that. Don't give Gene any ideas now. Don't give Gene any ideas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, jeez. Uh, that's the next one. Okay, thank you for that. Um, Steve Anderson says... Uh, <clears throat> Oh, he, he always says this. Uh, seven thumbs up from me, and I haven't even watched it. So he, he's the, the blue Kool-Aid drinker. So thanks for his They always that. write that. <laughs> yes, yeah, he does. Every episode. He does, he does, yes. Uh, Bally Rotter um, commented, Mark doesn't, Mark doesn't think anyone would want to see Soul Station on the Kiss Cruise. What about all the crappy hair bands that appear on the cruises? Oh, please. Would most would most fans rather see them? I certainly wouldn't. I think Soul Station would definitely be one of the more popular acts on the cruise. It's just weird that Mark can't see that purely because of his own personal dislike for Soul Station. No, that's because Soul Station is yeah. bad, and the hair metal bands are actually better. I think. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Kiss or classic rock, really, does it? Exactly. You know so I, I, mean? I, I kind of see your standpoint, and I see the other standpoint. Thank you. Thank you, my good friend, the, the, again, the voice of reason. And, okay, well, you know, so who knows? No right or wrong on that. All right, next. Uh, he looks got, flustered by that comment. Yeah. We have, okay, Aaron Philpot. A simple solution for the whole Dubai debacle. Mm-mm. Ooh. Offer the fans who paid for the Platinum Bundle a complimentary VIP upgrade with the purchase of any regular concert ticket. (laughs) This comes at zero cost to the band. The only inconvenience to Kiss is a quick five-second photograph with each of the people who have been out of pocket a thousand U.S. dollars for two years. I can't believe the band has chosen to remain silent on this issue for so long. Sure, it's not their fault, but if someone was out there dragging my name through the mud, I can guarantee not only would I clear my name, I'd make good with the people who were wronged, and I'd make an example of those who wronged me. Jesus should be saying, this isn't good enough for my fans. I'm going to <laughs> bury these people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll talk so, about Dubai a bit later, a because bit Doc, Doc yeah. you know, is on record now during the cruise of uh, flapping his gums about it so we'll, we'll talk about that shortly yeah and we'll leave it at that there's more but uh thank you for everyone who leave your comments uh regularly on there we appreciate it 
All right. So from my perspective, you know, last week was Cruise Fest, where I was for two days. Uh, Joe, Patrice, and everyone involved in that, thank you for hosting the event and putting that on. I was there strictly as a vendor during the day, um, and, and there were quite a few vendors there. I think there, the Kiss Booze Co. was there. Um, the Bicycle was there. Uh, the Bill Coin Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Tom Feely was there, as was uh, Anton Fig. Uh, Vinny Apice, Apice? Oh, Apice. Oh. I, I've been through that last week already, and which mm-hmm. one it is uh, for Vinny. So it's Vinny was there. And of course, Todd Howarth. Todd Howarth only just released three CDs. He's got, th- and I think it's Todd mm. Howarth, uh, dot biz. So Comet Canvas is uh, kind of acoustic uh, re recordings of, you know, several, well, quite a few of his Comet songs, um, mm-hmm. which sound updated. They sound really good. And I've just started digesting these. I got distracted by Mark's new album dropping. So sorry, Todd, you got bumped by Mark. Um, then Coastal Canvas, which is mellow. Um, really cool. I mean, it's kind of a fine wine CD. And then Heavy Canvas, which is all new heavy originals. And when I say heavy, it's hard rock, because Todd Howarth is more Mm -hmm. in the melodic vein, though he does do some... I would say there's a couple of drop tune songs on there, some very good stuff. So I'll be doing a review on the Look It's Rock and Roll podcast about uh, all three of those albums in one shot. So then there was me doing my books. Um, Thank you to everyone who who stopped by, everyone who purchased a book, everyone who just said hi or managed to get a picture with the backdrop. Um, I'd like to have done more pictures because we had great lighting behind us and it worked out quite nicely. Um, Who was... Next to me was Chris Hoffman Art. He, of course, did the art for my Aerosmith book, did a ton of Aerosmith stuff. It was great to see his um, um, Kiss stuff for in person, for real, and to see the Anaheim poster that could have been in the Kiss box set, but which was uh, kind of pulled. Um, so he had all that stuff. He wasn't there. He had uh, one of his partners was there selling for him. So, but very cool to see. And then Kiss jewelry and Claudio, of course. So uh, Claudio had all of his art. He debuted this the night before. If you want to win this, again, it's a signed print. <laughs> there, it finally shows up. Um, there you go. You know, email kissfaq at outlook.com. Outlook.com. Uh, Give me. And just put whatever you want in the message because that's how I do the drawings, and there'll be a random drawing. I'll ship it flat. I will not try to roll it. There you go. And it's signed by Claudio, the artist in ink. It does not have the mask hysteria titling on it. Um, so that was everyone who was there, and it was you know quite a, a good amount of foot traffic. I cut out at about two each day because, well, first day I was going to go have lunch with someone, and then on to Godmothers, or yeah, Godmothers which was a real cool little pub. And Andy Moyen put together a couple of little kind of gatherings there. The first night was very casual, just me. I brought some books to sell and drank some whiskey. What the hell just happened? Trying to share your screen. I tried to share the screen of your best-selling book in Sweden while you were talking about the Swedish books. Seems like all right. So yeah, you you sent me that, and that blew my mind. Tell tell me about that, and tell everyone. you know, what it was you sent to me and why. Yeah, I just um, went through the Swedish Amazon and uh, went through the heavy metal section. <laughs> I was kind of surprised because in fourth place, I saw Brian Johnson's biography. And I don't remember second and third place. But at number one, Gene Ace, Peter and Paul by Julian Gill. So nice. 
You were actually number one in the heavy metal section on Swedish Amazon. I don't know how many units that means, but quite something. Brian Johnson only made it to number four. So I think it was kind of cool while you were talking about your books. Yeah, and, and so absolutely. that was what I was trying to share. Yeah, and Tim, of course, did most of the interviews in that. I did do a few, but again, that was a Tim and me project. So thank you, Sweden. I mean, that, that's absolutely amazing. If anyone in Sweden wants to translate that book into <laughs> Swedish, uh, would love for that to happen and would happily make that happen if anyone's brave enough again to translate all those interviews into something readable in scandinavia and since scandinavia is such a great market email me we can talk all so right we could do that like a, a school teacher or something could probably translate it yeah well, where, where could we find one of those what i have no idea <laughs> no clue yeah he's he, he's it's not pretty he's, it's pretty the book is like this yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, you no, you'd have to throw account. it into something like Google Translate and then clean it up vernacular-wise, um, which is what I do reverse when I'm translating uh, interviews and uh, newspaper reviews from foreign languages. Just get the, the gist of it from there and then clean it up properly uh, to make it We could do an, uh, an abbrevi what do you say, abbreviated, uh, you know, short... Abbrevi abbreviated. Abbreviated. Uh, yes. That's the word. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and again, that would be completely completely possible. So, you know, we, we all got together at Godmother's the first night, and there was a rumor going around that it was a, a, a gay bar. And, you know, I walked in there. It was just full of construction workers. I'm like, okay, it's cool. That's definitely not the case. But then the policeman Those came people. in, followed by the Indians. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it was a really cool exactly. bar, actually. You no, know, um, that first night there were uh, police, sirens, public safety. Yeah, a real good gathering. Um, second night was Andy's event, which had the sisters dolls in for a meet and greet. And the lads are always cool, you know, and uh, got a fair amount of love. Hopefully they got enough love for showing up at the event. And that that was absolutely happening. It was packed that night because the cruise fest, the first night had comedians. I didn't stay for that. I bumped into Craig the following day at the hotel and he, he seemed really happy with how it had gone the night before, which is cool. Um, but I didn't stay for that. And then the following night, the Friday, was, of course, the big show over at the Yost Theater, which had Slaughter, cover bands, and, and whatnot. And that apparently went down very well for those who attended that as well. But we did an alternative one for people who didn't want a live show or getting on a bus to go, you know, I don't know what it is, 45 minutes to an hour to get over to the Yost, because um, I knew I wouldn't be doing that after being on my feet vending all day. So, you know, f there was a little bit of something for everyone, and it was really fun. And then saying farewell to people as they went off to uh, do their cruise, we hopped in the car because I was shipping some stuff back east for a friend, and you show up at the UPS store, and there are people who kiss bicycles, you know, shipping all, all their stuff back so the people who are getting off the first cruise and not staying on. So it, it's been an exciting time, especially, you know, watching this week what's been going down on the cruise, hearing what's going on on the cruise. And we're going to talk a little bit about the second week of the cruise and, you know, what's been jumping out at you in your news feeds on Facebook. Daniel, let's start with you. I mean, what are some of the high points or low points or just things that you want to comment on about the cruise that you've seen? Uh, I haven't been looking through the videos so much as previous years, mainly, I think, because uh, the cruise kind of have, you know, stopped evolving i think i think it's more of the same unfortunately 
Uh, I've always enjoyed Bruce's uh, performances, but I found myself this year a bit, you know, not as as um, you know, um, not as happy watching it. Somehow, you know, uh, previous years I've been in awe, but it's kind of similar to previous years. Still good, still very good, but uh, with a few surprises thrown in, a, a few surprise songs. One which uh, I kind of not like at all. They threw in Bang Bang You this year. <laughs> One of the worst songs ever. Kind of fun, but still sounds like Bang Bang You. So I, I did, however, however, like the version of that Honda Shade uh, tune. What's it called? King of Hearts. I think that was a, kind of a cool cool performance uh so bruce always stands out stand out uh but unfortunately the kiss set has kind of stagnated it's kind of stale not very a lot of new songs uh deep cuts and so on but um i'm sure the fans enjoyed it anyway but but uh um watching from afar it's not a whole lot of new stuff happening it's kind of similar to previous years but it seems like they have a Quite, quite, quite some time over there. Who's kicking? Not me. Oh, maybe I'm drumming a little bit. <laughs> Danny, you're a nightmare tonight. Sorry. Yeah, pressing yeah. buttons and yeah. drumming. All right, Ken, voice of reason. What are some of the things that have been, you know, jumping out for you? Um, just a couple couple three songs uh, that were kind of a few here or there not very many that were were played uh, i i checked those out um you know like love them leave them two timer um i guess you know i want you um for instance uh that sort of thing i'm checking that out i saw that then there's the uh i guess we'll talk about too uh the doc little quick doc interview um or a part of it um and then the interview with the band i watched some of that um you know no new revelations and then the long one with uh paul stanley the long uh question and answer session there which you know is a lot of the same old uh not a lot of new news other than about them continuing i guess until who knows when 2025 i don't know something like that so yeah i've been checking out uh stuff here and there mark yeah um i've been checking some stuff out here and there i've been kind of tied up with my own stuff so i haven't been checking it as much as i probably would have normally but that was one of the things i did want to watch i did watch paul stanley's q a a bit uh you know it was it was okay. Nothing nothing. Sebastian too... Bach asked him about Sam Loomis. Yeah, th- th- there were some interesting things, and then Tracy Tracy Guns asked him. So I forget what he asked him, but he he was on there too apparently. Uh, but you know, it, it. I think for me, what I mainly like to watch is those sail away show performances and stuff like that. I mean, for me, I was curious to see how that went, mainly because I had a feeling that there would might there probably wasn't much backing going on with this. this is probably more live off the floor kind of performances so i was curious to see how that uh, transpired and you know it was it was pretty decent performances so uh you know good for them 
And uh, I was also trying to see some of the other things that were happening on there. I mean, I think there was a Black Label Society video that went up with them performing. I think I think that was from the cruise. I'm pretty sure I saw something about them being on there. So, uh, you know, I, I probably should have watched more than I did. But like I said, I was wrapped up with my own stuff. My my own record, as I mentioned earlier, came out right around this time. So I, I kind of had to put my attention onto that as well. So, but, but I have to say the Sail Away show that, that's on, that was up here was good. Oh, and the other thing that I really enjoyed was uh, people that I know, like Steve Wright from the Potter and Hell podcast and those guys, they went and they, they started posting a lot of shows, a lot of shows, a lot of photos of them on the cruise. And I always dig seeing when they're, you know, hanging out with people that they meet and stuff like that. So there's been some great photos from the ship and from, you know, people meeting and meeting each other for the first time. So I always dig seeing those kind of photos as well. I'm kind of curious, Mark and Ken, you, I don't think you've been on the cruise, have you? Ever? Oh, no. And neither have I. But 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 do you still feel the same anticipation for videos leaking from from the cruise that you did a few years back? No, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because back when they when this first started, you know, the very first one was obviously like a big deal because they never did it. So of course there was a big oh. anticipation to it. But then as it went on. There was always, like you said, some sort of theme to it. You know, the one year they did a, a, a live recreation on stage. Then the one year they did uh, the kind of dress to kill thing where they went in the, those tuxedos and suits on stage and played. That was really cool. Then they did the Creatures of the Night kind of stage yeah. setup. So there was always something to kind of look forward to and something to, you know, say, oh, what are they going to play this time? And they would come out and play like, you know, suffering a solo record that one year when they did Radioactive and all these other songs. And now it just seems like they're just, you know, they're kind of phoning it in, you know, no offense. I, I know I can see the tomatoes being hurled at me already for saying that, but you know, it's, it just seems like, it just I seems totally like there's, they're, they're, they're just really, I think at this point they just want to get this over and done with, I, I think, but you know, now of course to this 2025 news, I guess they don't really want to get this over and done with, you know, so, but we'll see, I guess. Right. Yeah, I mean, I what went on the cruise, can? and if, if I went on the cruise and got any one of these live set lists from the the four indoor shows, I would have been happy, you know, thrilled compared with what, <laughs> you know, I, I actually saw, and that being essentially the warm-up for the end of the road. These were, you know, halfway decent. Now, for diehard cruisers who've been to you know, 11 and now 12 <laughs> cruises, I can just see them rolling their eyes. But then again, that's a perspective from the peanut gallery. They're there. You're still at a KISS concert with a select few friends, um, and especially the the elite who get into the pit for these shows get an absolutely fantastic experience. And even us stiffs who are in the, the seats still get a really good show. You know, but Tommy was saying how they were rehearsing all these rarities, and then... It's basically songs that they just haven't played for a few years. Not one single new, uh, never previously performed song, even something from Carnival of Souls or Asylum. I mean, Trial by Fire, how difficult would that be? Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know nothing. Instead, you get Two Timer and Take Me at the Sail Away. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to hear both of those songs live and in concert, but I don't want to hear Do You Love Me on a freaking cruise. I don't want to hear Firehouse 
on a cruise that's just been played throughout a whole tour for three years um christine 16 i'd be thrilled to hear that Uh, i'd be fine you know next night first night indoors love them and leave them in king of the nighttime world thrilled this is what they're doing thrilled with both of those um even heavens on fire um actually they're doing that currently aren't they yeah they are um you know but come Mm -hmm. on and love me and again take me i mean that's great but those aren't rare they're kind of deep cuts in a sense you know so the first cruise between those three shows did the math 27 different kiss songs were performed by kiss same set both indoor shows on the second cruise 30 songs kiss songs were performed so the original kiss cruise 11 got treated better than people who just went on the first one there you go you weren't treated equally and they pulled out i want you which i never want to hear live again um you know 2003 killed that so daniel back to you asking ken yeah, i'd like to hear ken's perspective on this as well yeah i mean as as far as the uh, the videos getting excited yeah i, I mean I, I don't get excited as i did you know not as compared to the early kiss cruises uh when we were going to see videos there um but i still you know i look for them and and hope for hope for something different right uh something new uh some deeper cuts i and and deal with the i mean seriously kiss has been playing the same set list you know pretty for you know the last three or four years why don't they just drop that whole set list don't play any of those songs and play other songs that are not on that set list. Everyone's seen them however many times over the last four years, you know, three, whatever it is, um, <laughs> three or four years. And so just drop them, put everything else in new, even if there's songs that have played, you know, five years ago, at least it's different than the current set list. There's no reason to play a current concert set list as you've been playing for little you know past few years it's just ridiculous in my you know that's my opinion so you know i, I would love them to do that but yeah obviously they they're not going to do it and they didn't do it um so as far as trying to get them to do something else they haven't done anything for the last you know since julian's uh the, when julian went every year has been kind of not the greatest uh you know as far as deep cuts and paul stanley put out his tweet or whatever it was or instagram i don't know which it was uh about saying they did a bunch of deep deep cuts and stuff deep... well te- technically love them and leave them is still a deep cut I, i'll hand him well that. it, it is me. you know some of them haven't been performed in i think 10 years but it makes it sound like there's a lot that they did and yeah it, it, that's it, not it, true it's like he broke into tomorrow, you know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that I mean, that's my opinion. They should just they shouldn't put, do anything that's off of the regular set list on the cruise, basically, in my opinion. But I mean, they can do some of it uh, either on the sail away or whatever sail away. But the actual makeup concert, man, just throw in a bunch of songs that aren't on their current set list they can't but again this is peanut gallery talking and again i want to stress that point because it's completely <laughs> different when you're there and i recognize that and know that firsthand it um is. but anyway. sail away show 
no Bruce Kulick. And again, go back to 2018 when Bruce and Ace were on the boat. I ended up seeing six members of KISS on stage. This time, they don't even bother bringing him out for the sail away. Which just strikes me as very odd. You know, Bruce has been the savior of the KISS cruise for, <clears throat> what, three years? You know, first with Bob and then on his return visits. Because that's the only time you, you get to really hear a lot of the catalog that Bruce continues to hold the torch for. So, Daniel, two questions for you. Do you think it was egregious, really wrong, that Bruce was not featured in the Sail Away show like they've done in previous year, on uh, during previous years? And two, this is a little bit more snarky. Bruce's set this year included songs that he had nothing to do with. The Oath, Fits Like a Glove. Is that right or wrong? Because I'm like, why the hell is he doing those? Is that the only way you're going to now hear any deep cuts and truly rare songs if Bruce does them or some other band does them on the set? Because Kiss won't even bother doing Fits Like a Glove, which Gene could sing. So now Bruce has to do those as well. He had nothing to do with those songs. I know he played them a lot during at least Fits Like a Glove um, on the Animalized tour. Daniel. You can never go wrong with playing Fits Like a Glove. That's a perfect, <laughs> that's a perfect pick. Uh, no, I, I do see uh, the connection to Fits Like a Glove, just like you mentioned. They played it a lot during his, his tenure in KISS, uh, mm. all the way through his uh, first tour, and uh, up until the, re revenge, the Revenge Tour was the first tour they didn't play it, I think. Uh, so I do see why they play that one. He, he might remember it as a cool song live, which it is. So uh, I think that's cool. But I, I can't really see no reason for him playing something from The Elder. Um, he should stick to his era, in my opinion, uh, because that's what's uh, unique about his performance. Um, but uh, I do have to say once again that I felt this cruise this year was... Mm, the one I uh, most disappointed with. I'm, I, I haven't been to any of the cruises. It's way too far away for me. Uh, but um, just the anticipation. I knew before it even started that I would be disappointed this year uh, because they they seem just as cancer. That they just do the same same old set list that they have been doing for years uh, with some small. Uh, changes but not enough so I'm just I feel a bit disappointed uh, and I do feel they could use Bruce more than they they, they did it seems like um, they didn't plan this one um, as uh, I think it was Ken who said that they or it was it Mark that in previous years they've at least tried doing something different like uh, you know the tank uh, mm -hmm. new costumes something to get excited about but this year it was just like ah Nothing special, uh, nothing topped anything from previous years. There, there was nothing that was better. Bruce's performance, ah, it was, it was great as as always, but it's, you know, we've seen it a few times now. So, you're not ex as, uh, um, you know, you don't get it as over the top uh, when you when you hear it. Still good, but uh, I, I just feel a little bit disappointed cash grab on it um, um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. kind 
I'm mad that they didn't bring out uh, Stonehenge. <laughs> well, I, honestly, I, I think that for Bruce not appearing with Kiss, I have my own kind of theories on why that didn't happen, but, you know, I, I'm probably why? completely wrong. Well, I think that maybe some recent things that he's been doing, maybe it's been rubbing them the wrong way, maybe, you know. What could Bruce possibly do that could rub anyone wrong? He's Bruce. God's sakes. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes, you know. We we don't we don't know what, you know, some I don't know because like you said it it seems very unlikely that that they would have just, you know, not had him up not had not had him up on stage with them. I mean, he had him up there so many times before. What's changed this time? You know what I mean? And as far as his own set list going, is going on i mean let's let's look at it this way he's kind of focused on every kind of era or record that he was involved with up to now so what 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 is there really left for him to do i mean he looked he focused on revenge he focused on carnival of souls he focused on all the records that he did before as asylum thing he did this and that so he's gonna have to start digging into some other areas of the kiss catalog and if he's gonna be the guy known for doing deep cuts off of other kiss records that they won't do then what's wrong with that? I don't see the I don't see the problem with that because if Kiss is not going to do them and people keep yelling and screaming for them to do it and they don't do it, then guess what? Maybe somebody else should step up and do them if they're not going to do them, right? And Bruce Kulick's band is good. They they perform stuff really well, and I, I just get the feeling that you know for him to go back and do another medley of revenge songs, sure that's great, but. The, the, it's like the honeymoon's over kind of with the, that stuff you know yeah, how, about lay off, how about lay off the medleys and actually play the full songs okay great or you can do that but then even then that's going to come to a point where that's being done and then what you know so i don't think there's i don't think you should be disallowed to do other songs i mean if kiss is not going to play something off of i don't know off of hotter than hell like let's say i don't know like mainline if they don't play it and he wants to play it. What what what's wrong with that? You know, that's just my kind of opinion on that. Just just wait for the next Kiss Cruise when they'll have the all those tribute bands playing the deep cuts. So. Well, well, Jesus. that's that's their that's their fault, you yeah. know, because <laughs> if they're not going to do it, then then what? How are you going to please the fans? If the then that's the sad part. If the fans are going to be pleased because of tribute bands playing it, then shame on them. Seriously. Yeah, I think it's easier to accept the, the stale set list when it comes to the world tour in arenas. I mean, I want to hear the hits as well in a, in an arena. I want to see the the crowd. But when it comes to a cruise, why yeah. not put in some sort of effort? Because all the guys on the cruise have seen the tour and they've seen the songs already. They've heard them a million times. Why not put in the effort? 80% of the people on a cruise are diehard Kiss fans. 20% of them, I would say, are diehard cruisers and kisses the side okay. benefit. So, you know, I, I just hope, uh, you know, Bruce can play whatever the hell he wants. But of I would much prefer that he play, you know, not stay in his lane because I'm not suggesting that. But just stuff that he has more of a connection with. <clears throat> Daniel made the point that, you know, fits like a glove was played throughout the 1980s, which makes it fair, makes it fair game. Absolutely true. Sure. I, I've got a thing for... 
you know, the songs off Asylum and, you know, hearing Heart of Chrome in its entirety or a couple of other songs off Carnival of Souls. You yeah. Know, and maybe even some of the demos that he plays on on Gene's box uh, vault, um, you know. But again, if he wore a purple bandana to play the oath, we're all good. But I think one one more problem is that if he keep doing if he keeps doing stuff that he wasn't involved with, he's pretty close uh, to becoming a tribute act himself, like a tribute band himself. If he starts doing stuff, he wasn't even, uh, you know, he wasn't even playing back in the day. It feels like he's closer to a tribute band than being the Bruce Kulick band. Well, I understand that, but I mean, after a while, though, like, he's, like if he's going to be always doing these cruises, after a while, it's just he's just going to run out of material. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, we've, we've seen him now a few times, and then it's it's horror when you maybe he should release something. Maybe he should release a record with the band and start performing some of his or own make a new stuff. solo record. You know, do something from you know BK three yeah. or something. You know, but he needs he needs a singer, so keep that taut guy. Yeah, I think it'd be easier for him to do a couple nights at a club, pack it out, you know, record a live album with all these things, you know, on it. Because it gets the feeling that it's kind of coming to an end in some ways, that his Mm. connection with the crews has kind of become old hat and is no longer. Obviously, the newness wears off it. The excitement dulls as something becomes more commonplace and more consumed. And it's like, oh, he's back. He's doing that again. So it's very easy to forget that excitement that was initially generated when he and his brother got together and, you know, really dialed in those hits. You know, add to that. I mean, it would have been nice if he he was doing some of the stuff of his brother's. You know, I, I think that's probably very fair territory with Bob now gone for for him to to fill in on those. Maybe do some of the songs that Bob never did, you know, down on your knees. Um, mm. You know, again, I'm spitballing ideas there for him. He doesn't need anyone to do that. He's got a very obviously fixed vision for his own career and his own creativity anyway. But I would love to hear this stuff recorded live properly so that we could all just, you know, enjoy it outside of the kind of boot legs on youtube video yeah. you know that we we have to suffer through for free I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather, no i'd rather pay him to listen to his performance so that he and his guys you know do get paid they're not getting paid off youtube you know it's mm-hmm. going to the publishers hello you guys still yes. live yeah uh, yes yes <laughs> no nah, Stick a stick a quarter in me, and someone say, "No, stick a knife in him." Um, <laughs> so let's go there, Ken. Dubai. Doc is recorded talking about the Dubai fiasco. I'm just going to read it. The video's up there if you want to go and find it. And he just says, uh, I'm not saying it's not our fault. It's just that we weren't in that process of it. At the end of the day, we're responsible because it's Kiss's name on it, and we're going to make it right by everybody. That's a verbal contract, Doc, though no doubt you've got better lawyers than me. Um, it might not be 100% what everybody wants, but we're going to try and make it right. Oh, now he's already backpedaling. Try. Um, and by giving them something different or by giving them their money back. Because we never got the money. I'm pretty sure you didn't step on stage in Dubai without uh, getting paid. Though yeah, I think that's exactly. A, I, no, I think it's multiple separate things. I think Dubai tourism... Mm-hmm. 
paid for a lot and landmark is a whole separate thing i think there's multiple business arrangements in here um that are competing so he may well be talking about landmark did not pay them for the rights mm -hmm. to release kiss product which could be Rich. completely separate mm -hmm. so um I don't have the contracts and I'm not business oriented. So, all right. So, uh, by giving them something different because we never got the money, but we're in the middle of lawsuits with them. Are you? Um, mm. but that's a whole different story. Actually, no, it's part of this story, but, um, sorry, I'm interjecting a lot. The real thing is we're responsible for it because it's kiss and we'll take care of it. Uh, the guy says, of course it sucks because you just got caught in the middle of it. Yeah, let's not be all doughy-eyed to Doc <laughs> McGee, who's got, what, 50 years of experience in the industry and KISS. They're not some novices at this shit. So, no shit. Um, the excuses. Yeah, but you know something. So shit happens. Yeah, tell us about it. The main thing is we're taking ownership of it. As artists, it's our <laughs> name on it. Okay, you guys are the ones that got hurt by it, not us, but we did get hurt by it because we got a bad rap, and the only thing we can try and do is take ownership and make it right. That's all we can do and make it as close to right as anybody can. So uh, I, before I let Ken go, I want to make two more points on that. If you're taking ownership of this, where have been the statements on Kiss Online throughout it, letting us all know that what was advertised on Kiss Online you're taking ownership of? There's not been anything. This would not be admissible. You know, where is this posted on Kiss Online? Where is any message from the band that they acknowledge that there are problems going on with Landmark um, that they're working on? Again, communication is absolutely everything. It's part of what's the big problem with Magic and some other projects that have gone off the rails. But this is an official Kiss pro product and project tied to Kiss's name that was advertised by them and fans paid their money for on, you know, on the band's word. So I need to see a little bit more action and meaningful statements than, you know, something casual on, you know, on the cruise. Because I don't doubt there's a lot more to the story than we need to know or we ever will know. And it's clearly a big mess for everyone. But I counted up the number of VIPs on the credits because I still have my screener. And there mm -hmm. were 210. That's $210,000 for people who paid for that VIP package, assuming all of those people paid and weren't freebie kickbacks. Um, that's a lot of money. That's a magical amount of money. So I'd like to see more action, but they've been blocking people who've been bothering them. Uh, that's Gene, that's probably Paul, but certainly Doc, are blocking people who bother them. And that's not good business either, in my view, when all it takes is a statement acknowledging. Let's start with an acknowledgement that there is a problem with KISS 2020 goodbye. Ken, what do you need as a person who has been burned and who has a Wrath of Khan meme <laughs> yes. The, I mean, Doc says they got a bad rap, right? Uh, and obviously he's heard it, or you know, people have mentioned it to him. I don't know what, how the bad rap has gotten public, other than us or a, a couple of Facebook pages, or maybe another podcast besides us, possibly. Um, oh, but it's been mostly name us. names. Name names. I don't know. What who, else? I don't know. It's possible been talked about. It's basically been us uh, or me. 
<laughs> I'll take the blame. And I, I even posted on my Facebook. But uh, yeah, I mean, at least he's kind of didn't blow it off. And he answered the question. I hope it's true that they're they are going to you know try to make it right. Um, but yeah, how they're going to do the uh, get the names of the people who paid for that? Where are they going to get it from? Landmark uh, from, from or, the credits list I posted. Well, the credits list, yeah, I know. And the credits list is just the a thousand dollar VIPs get got their name there. Oh yeah, you're the not ones there. That, what? You're not there. Exactly. Sorry, you and, don't exist. I know. So, what about the people that paid the two hundred and fifty or whatever the the other package? Um, I'm sure there's more people that paid for that than the thousand, uh, and that probably adds up to a lot of money too um so they, they need to identify if they're going to do it they need to identify those people uh everybody actually and uh yeah if they want to do a refund you're talking hey, about possible you, you know if there's Fine. 200 if there's 210 people and there's a lot more vips i think a custom <clears> pressing <throat> of a kiss title just for us would go some yeah. way to assuaging that pain. Well, come on, 250 bucks is still 250 bucks, especially it now. Is. You know, now that times are tough, I bet a lot of people who spent that money would love to have that back in their pocket because they could really use it right now because that's a tank of gas. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, I, I just hope something happens. It says it sounds like they're they're taking it they're taking ownership of it according to to Doc. So. <laughs> We'll we'll see we'll see you know the only time will tell I just hope uh, something does happen it's been acknowledged and it sounds like they have a lawsuit going on with those guys mm-hmm. um, which who knows what's what that's all about um, but yeah what can I do at this point um, that's the best news we've gotten in in the last two years at least from my standpoint. Yeah, I'm not going to rail on Doc. I'm certainly not railing on Doc or the band. Um, no. I, I am I'm always sorry. very annoyed when it comes down to a matter of communication. That is a pet peeve because it doesn't take much effort to be open and honest or as honest as you can be at the time to say, we don't know. You know, we've got a lot of things going on, but we acknowledge that this is a situation. So actions speak louder than words. Words are just farts in the wind. You know, it's... It, <clears throat> You've said this on the cruise. Now let's see something tangible from it. Mark. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Ken, I love Ken. He's a good guy. He's one of my best friends. And he's the voice of reason on the podcast. But he's Mr. Mister Positivity, a very optimistic guy. You know, as far as I'm concerned, Doc only talked about it because they cornered him on the ship. They had a question segment, and he had nowhere to run and had to answer it somehow. You know, the fact of the matter is he doesn't give a shit, okay? If he did give a shit, he would have talked about this long before this cruise happened, okay? Now, like I said before a hundred times, I'm just a small, tiddly-widdly guy who runs a little, small, little label. But even I, and Julian can, and you guys can vouch for this, that I keep my people the limited amount of people that I have involved in my stuff, updated every step of the way through everything, especially when there's delays involved in it. And that's the way you should do it because even if somebody gives you $20, okay, that's $20 that they didn't have to give you that you now have. 
and they expect something in return for it. Okay. Now we're talking about people who have dropped $250, $500, $1,000, and lots of these people have done this. And you have the gall to sit there and not keep these people up to date on what's happening with the money that they spent on your stuff. Okay. And you have the audacity to sit there and say, you know, well, you know, we weren't really involved too much with it too much. We, we didn't know what was going on. And there all kinds of excuses were made up from these guys. And I honestly, I just think Doc is just trying to put out forest fires now. That's all he's doing now because he got completely cornered on the cruise and had to talk about it. He, he knew eventually he would, he would have to, especially if he got on the cruise ship. He wasn't getting off of there with at least somebody asking him about it. Okay. And I've seen on the board here, uh, somebody talked about the Dubai thing, as numerous people have. And one person, apparently, who works for the landmark people or whatever, has said on here that we're waiting for a kiss. It's The ball is in their court, that they've said that on there numerous times. And that was a long time ago that I read that, that they said that yeah, they're no, in their landmark court. Landmark has blamed yeah, kiss repeatedly in, in emails. They've said yeah. kiss is, has not approved. That, well, that's what I'm saying. So for Doc to go up there and start making all these reasons and you know make it sound like they're not to blame for it is complete horseshit. Okay. Well, unless they and won't it, approve, unless they get paid. Well, then why not say that? <laughs> why not go and say it then? Because if I'm if I'm look at as far as I'm concerned, if I'm the person who bought this stuff, I want to know why I'm not getting it. At least tell me the truth of why I'm waiting here all this time. If you guys didn't get paid. Okay, and that's why you're delaying it. At least let me know that. Sure, I'll still say, what the fuck? I don't care. It's not my problem. I paid for it. I want my shit, right? But at least now I know why you guys are being dickheads and not doing anything about it, you know? That's the thing that really bothers me. As you can tell, I'm really pissed about this kind of stuff because I hate it when people do this. People spend money, like you said, nowadays especially, see people on the news all the time crying and complaining about how much it costs for gas groceries are up all this stuff is expensive now and you still have fans that are willing to drop this much money for your stuff and you don't have the decency to go and tell them what the fuck is going on you know what you guys are dicks that's that's all i have to say about that so it's going to be interesting you know what happens daniel any thoughts on that about how business should be handled i'll I'll keep it short i'm not sure how uh, law works in America, but it, uh, when you recall how it went down, the stuff that this Ross guy did with magic, I mean, he's just a, I think he was a school teacher, and he had this project, and he got a lot of dollars from fans, and it seems like he got away with it. If that guy can get away with that amount of money, I'm sure, I'm sure Kiss will get away with a lot of money without any repercussions or, or anything happening to them. So I'm sorry to say, Ken, I, I don't think you will get anything at all. And I have to agree with Mark 100% that uh, the guy was cornered on, on the cruise. And, uh, you know, he, he's been around the block a few times, so know what to answer. And then he'll move on and he won't do anything more about it that's my take on it so there's a 10 percent chance you're going to make it through this operation mr so-and-so best of luck you ain't getting nothing um yeah (laughs) 
we we shall see. I, I'm glad I'm glad you're so positive, Daniel. But I guess you're you're a realist, aren't you? I'm a realist. Yes, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all need to be because, uh, again, I think we're about as likely to see anything out of this as we are magic. Which... Yeah. It's over. But at least, no, it's not over because we're going to continue to see Ken's Dubai meme. He's, he's going to refine <laughs> Yeah, that's it a with, good one. With, I like with, that. With Dubai meme 2.0. All right. I got to work tonight, <laughs> so we're, we're going to cap it off right there. Uh, remember, if you want to win the um, signed artist print of the cover art for Mask Hysteria, kiss FAQ at Outlook.com. Give me anything you want to say in the message to, uh, so that it sends. And I want to give a shout out to the FAQ uh, board members who I met up with at the events as well. It was good to see people in, in person, some who I've met before, others I met for the first time. Nice to always put faces to names and to see you and interact offline where it really, really matters because this is a poor substitute for getting together in person and the message board is an even worser substitute <laughs> for reality. So that's it for hey now. but julian Ju- julian a quick question too and 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 I, i'm kind of curious how did the sales go for you at at the the, the kiss fest or whatever it was called which book is your best seller on an event like that i didn't take that many books uh you know i had pictures mm-hmm. alive with me um yeah which people love thumbing through um you know they're not big. None of the books are big sellers anymore because there's just the amount of foot traffic. It was more to be there and have the okay. opportunity to tell people <clears throat> thank you. What was awesome is when someone comes up to you and say, oh, I wish I knew you were here. Um, I would have brought my book and you could have signed it. And I've got a, you know, I still have some of these old Odyssey flyers. So I was able to whip those uh-huh. out and say, here, you know, sign it in, in ink. You can put that in. Thank you for your support. It, you know, it, that's more meaningful to me than a sale is to get to thank someone who supported the projects over the years for that support and maybe yeah, i'm just meet... i'm just curious because you're a best-selling author in sweden now yes so it's kind of interesting to hear what well, kind of the stuff event... you move over at this, in the states yeah the event was in la you know so yeah. um you know i did okay you yeah. know, you you always so, want to do you always want to do better. But I had a great time, you know, being right next to Vinny Apice, and you know, I had Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, by the way, thank you for being with me all events. You know, massive help was uh, you know great to just to hang out and it gave me a, a ton of help, which is really useful because uh, it does take effort to set up and to load in. He doesn't like my dolly, which uh, is a shame. <laughs> And, and a little a little question to end things. Uh, what about the new book? Any news on release dates? And I'm, not, stuff? I'm not I'm not doing a release date. People were able to mm-hmm. have a flip through of it. Okay. And the reactions were all positive. There was some good feedback as well. You know, I'm not I'm not saying it was all glowing because again, this is a rough layout of what I had mm-hmm. um, with all the gaps that are still there as well. So that hopefully I could make mm-hmm. some connections and have people contribute to that. Uh, but Claudio saw inside and suddenly realized what he'd done the cover art for, and he was happy that he'd you know done cover art 
for that once he saw what was actually inside it because he thought it was a long form written you know like everything tim and i did previously um or perhaps are better known for and this is more pictorially in the realm of what alan does and don't forget he still got mm. copies of the singles book and i i just changed my mind and ordered a copy um <laughs> so go to kiss on tour 74 to 83 find him on on facebook or on the faq to order his as well so again you know i sold some books i've still got stock you know that's why i've got the store open and because i'm mm -hmm. getting off ebay because i am sick to death of dealing with ebay and mm. people who ordered on sunday had their books by tuesday in many cases you know I'm, things are going out priority well packed mint out a box which for hardcovers means that there are some dings on the corners because that's part of the manufacturing process no way mm. around it so that's why i'm doing the store because i can fulfill quickly and we're not waiting for ebay and yeah yeah how did how did sales do sold a lot of books but cool. uh, again it's a smaller event it's not like the expos years ago because no. a lot of people <laughs> went to disney instead of cruise fest shame on you <laughs> 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 how dare you no it was good times and again thanks to everyone who i saw thanks to you guys for holding down the fort that's a quick episode next week we're going to get back in on a death match what was the last pick what's up this time we got dress to kill remember. dress to kill was it no we did dress to kill wasn't it dress to kill we did dress to kill and rock and roll, rock and roll over, over. Last. so yeah, this shit. is now dynasty isn't dynasty. it dynasty no. yeah i think it's dynasty yeah, well, we'll have to look up what it is, but that's what it's going to be. Next show will be a death match. All right, All right, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.